Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Coffee in the Word. I'm Sherry Poundstone, your host. And this morning we are on Lesson 2 of Becoming a Woman of Character. Becoming a Woman of Character is a 12-week Bible study that I published this past summer. And if you are part of our group, that's great. If you're not, um, all you have to do is get a hold of the book on Amazon and you can be added to our Facebook group. And the really cool thing about this is you can study in a group, you can gather your friends over a cup of coffee or over lunch, and you can do this Bible study, or you can do it on an individual basis. But however you decide to do it, you can be part of a group um, connected through social media where you can discuss and leave questions and, and just um, hear what other women have to say about the lessons. So if you would like more information on that, just send an email to info at focuswomen.org. Or you can find Focus International on Facebook. You can find me personally on Facebook, Sherry Palmstone, and we will get you to the right um, group and we'll get you connected and get you going. So you can find the book on Amazon. Again, it's Becoming a Woman of Character. Well, lesson two is building character through integrity, and this is a very important lesson. In fact, of course, I see this about every lesson probably, but I think this might be one of the very most important because integrity means being the same person everywhere you go. Let's look at Proverbs 28, verse 6. It says, Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. So if we have integrity, we have everything. As we're going to see as we go through the lesson, integrity builds trust. In other words, if we know that that person that we're meeting at church is going to be the same if we see them in the grocery store, if we know that that person is not going to be acting one way in church, school, or work, and another in her neighborhood or home, then that builds trust because we can trust that that person is who they say they are. Now, I wanted to just give an example that's in the book, um, and this is about a woman who's on staff, uh, uh, on the women's ministry staff of her local church. And so you're, you're watching the pastor's wife, and we're just naming names, but let's call her Mrs. Thomas just because that's the name I put in the book. And she's different. You're observing that she's different in every situation. If she's working with volunteers, she might be curt and bossy and demanding, but if she's working with one of the elder wives or one of the other staff members, she is kind, polite, and actually easy to work with. That means that person, this imaginary person we're talking about, that woman, Mrs. Trump, is not is not a woman of integrity because she's different depending on who she's talking to. We need to be the same women of character. The same woman, wherever we go, whether we're issuing instruction to someone or we're receiving instruction, whether we're friends, co-workers, co-ministers, it doesn't matter. That is an example of not being in integrity. So what does it look like to be in integrity? Well, again, it's the quality of being complete or undivided. Webster defines integrity as the state of being complete or whole. In other words, again, the same person everywhere you go. You'll hear me say that over and over. And a woman of integrity is the same person in all situations. She is the same person at home that she is at work, at church, or out with friends. And that quality is so important in building our character because, again, consistency of behavior builds trust. In other words, if we know for sure that that person is the same everywhere she goes, that doesn't mean that we're going to have a day when we're not unhappy here or happy there. You know, It doesn't mean a mood. It means truly the same person. In other words, they can be trusted to be the same woman in every situation. And that builds trust. And that is how we build character. So have you
you ever heard that saying that your life may be the only Bible that some people read or the only Jesus that they may ever see? People want to know that integrity really exists. And in our world today, there are so many examples of people who are not integrous. They're not the same in every situation. You know, people might change the way they speak and act depending on who they're around, who they might want to impress, or who they might be bossing or um, instructing. And if you know people like that, then you know exactly, you know, as I described this, those people are coming to your mind, aren't they? So as women of God and women of character, we need to be separate from the world, set apart, but we're not to have a superior attitude or have an attitude that everyone is less than. That is not integrity. That is not character. We're called to be separate in our character, and as Christ followers, we need to be women of integrity. Remember, integrity is doing the right thing for the right reason. But it doesn't mean being perfect, and I think this is really important to say because a lot of times when I teach this, um, I, I believe that sometimes if we're not careful, we can get really um, burdened with, oh, my goodness, I have to be perfect, and that's not what this is. What it does mean, though, is striving to be the same everywhere we go and being transparent. So in other words, if we make a mistake, admitting that we made a mistake, be open about it, repent, be forgiven, ask for forgiveness, and move on. Now, that doesn't mean that we confess everything to every single person. That's not what I mean. But let's just take an example. Let's take the workplace. If you're a woman of integrity, if you're a woman who is the same in every situation, then one of the ways to build trust is to admit if you've made a mistake, to admit that you were wrong in an assumption or that you took the wrong action in a particular situation and ask for uh, forgiveness, repent, and move on. In other words, admit your mistake. Be transparent enough to say and be open about, hey, you know, I messed up. Now, if we read through the book of Ruth, and I do recommend that you do that in your own time um, as part of this particular lesson, because in chapter 1, we can really see that Ruth was a woman of very strong character and integrity. She displayed traits through her loyalty to her mother-in-law, Naomi, as well as through her hard work in Boaz's fields. And so her integrity and her strong character were rewarded, and I think it's important that we see uh, this particular account. Ruth is not a very long book, and so it's easy to read. Read through it several times and, and really pick up on um, you know, the fact that Ruth and Naomi came to Bethlehem poor, but they became prosperous through Ruth's marriage to Boaz, and God rewarded her integrity and rewarded her character. Now, there's an account in the book, um, an example of integrity that I really love. Uh, I found this, um, and I don't know who to credit it to. It's anonymous. But what I wanted to share with you is uh, a, a, a story about, um, and I'm going to have to abbreviate for the, the show, but it's about a young soldier who was stationed in an army base in Florida during uh, World War II, and he found a library book that he had borrowed from the base library, and it had some notes written in the margin. And um, he really was, it was just very thought-provoking for him. And he looked to the back of the flyleaf to see who had been the previous owner. And he found it was a, a woman named Hollis Maynell. So he did some research, and this is all before the Internet, so that took some time, didn't it? Just some effort. And he found her address in New York, and he wrote her a letter. And he told her, you know, just how much he appreciated her insights to the book, and they began corresponding. And they actually began to realize they were falling in love with each other. They'd never met. Um, and so she wrote that, um, well, he asked for a picture. And she said, no, if you really care about me, it won't matter what I look like, right? Because it's character and what's inside that really counts. 
So at the end of the time um, when he was leaving the service, they made arrangements to meet, and um, she said, you'll identify me by the red rose that I'll be wearing in my lapel. Now, he was excited, and he couldn't wait to meet this woman he'd been corresponding with and that he knew he loved. And so he met the train that she was to be on. People are getting off, and out in front was a slender blonde woman with great poise, great beauty, and she came in a pale green dress that looked like spring. He was so excited, and his heart started beating as he started to work because he just knew this was her. Then he saw that she did not have that red rose in her lapel, even though she was looking directly at him. And so um, as she walked by, she said, going my way, soldier, and he felt a desire to follow her. He wanted to follow this beautiful lady, but he knew that he was seeing Hollis Maynell right behind her. She was over 40. She had graying hair. She was vastly overweight, but she had a red rose in her lapel, and uh, her coat was wrinkled. She wasn't exactly what he had planned, but she had the rose, and she had a kind expression. But admittedly, he was disappointed. Everything in him wanted to chase the other woman, the beautiful blonde that he had seen, but he remembered the relationship they had developed, and he stopped and uh, began to talk to her and said, are you ready to go to dinner? And she said, I do not know what's going on, young man, but the blonde woman begged me to put on this red rose, and she said, if you ask me out to eat with you, I should tell you that you were supposed to meet her in the restaurant across the street. She said it was some kind of test. Lieutenant Blanchard passed the test, didn't he? That was a man of integrity. That was a man who, with everything in him, wanted to... to follow the beautiful young woman, but he had committed and he had integrity and he was going to be the same in all situations no matter what. I love that example and you can read it more in detail in the book, but I wanted to just give you an overview of it because becoming a woman of character involves being a woman of integrity. And so I want to recommend today that you decide to be the same person with everyone you are with in every situation. In other words, if you are trustworthy at church, you're going to be trustworthy at home. The people in your family are going to know that they can trust what you're going to do and what you're going to say, how you're going to react, and how you're going to deal with things. All right, if you have the book, at the end of Lesson 2, there are some live it out questions. If you do not have that book yet, I'm going to read off some questions that you can work on on your own. Remember, always coffee in the word is your jumping off point. In other words, this is just to get you started. This is just to help you begin to explore integrity. There's so much more for you. The first question and you can do this uh, with other people or alone, is people with integrity walk safely, but those who follow crooked paths will be exposed. That's Proverbs 10.9. What does that scripture mean to you? You know, pray about that. Ask the Lord, what does that mean? Write it down. Look at that scripture and decide how could that apply to your life. And then the second one is, what does being a woman of integrity mean regarding your relationships? In other words, in your marriage, what does it mean to be a woman of integrity? In your parenting, and your friendships and your coworkers. The third question is think of a situation where to keep your word, your commitment, would be an imposition and how did you handle it? Now this is important in integrity because in integrity when we commit, as one of character we commit to doing something, if we're an integrous woman, if we're the same everywhere we go, then we need to keep our commitments. And sometimes that's tough, sometimes that's not fun, sometimes that's not convenient. The fourth one is Proverbs 2, 7 and 8 tells us that our integrity will protect us. What do you think that means and what does it look like in everyday life? Now what I'd like to leave you with at the end of this lesson is um, for you to begin
begin to pray and ask the Lord to help you in your pursuit of integrity. Pray for God to reveal any areas of your life that you might need to change, that you might not be walking in integrity as much as you'd like to. When he reveals these areas, then begin to take action to make those changes. All right, well, I'm at the end of my time. I want to thank you for listening. Be sure to get the book, Becoming a Woman of Character. This is a 12-week Bible study that is designed for groups or individual study. God bless you, and I will talk with you next week.